Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm so thankful that you've chosen of all the things that you could be doing on a lovely day like today. You're listening to this annoying voice of mine. You ever listen to yourself and just be completely annoyed at how horrible your voice sounds? Yeah, that's, uh, I think all of us go through that. Anyways, I'm just so grateful. Um, I don't know, I, I, I've been traveling a lot and I haven't done a podcast in a, a minute. And honestly, I don't even know necessarily what to talk about. Have you ever been through one of those seasons where you're so drained and there's so many different things you've gone through? There's different advice you've been given on both sides, different choices that you can make that are really going to affect your life in a dramatic way. And it really feels like you're at a fork in the road or you're in the middle season. I know if you're like me, it seems like I'm in that season more often than not. In fact, it seems like most of my life is in the middle seasons. Now, I just wonder if the things that we despise, the things that we think are uncomfortable, if those are actually intended for a greater purpose. Well, I don't think I know they are. There's always something bigger in the making. I hate to break this news to you, and this may come as a big surprise. Your brain is a lot smaller than you think it is. And even that's kind of wild. Your your brain is thinking about your brain, and even that you're limited. Now, we, we live in an era of lots of technology, scientists, and man, we think we have most of everything figured out. But I'm starting to get convinced that maybe there's a lot more at work than we could ever even know. We are more complex than we could even ever fathom or understand. There is more to a situation in every single moment than you can actually emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually understand in that moment. And you can be overwhelmed by that or you can celebrate the fact that you're overwhelmed and realize that there's so much that is actually out of your control. I'm starting to to celebrate the fact that I'm not in control of certain things. Because I think I'm tired of the anxiety. I'm tired of the restlessness. I'm tired of the constant striving that's involved that produces nothing. <laughs> like, I was talking to a buddy about this, and I, it, it may uh, poke a bear with a stick. I don't know what the saying was. I don't know. From the South, you're supposed to come up with some saying. Like, oh, like the chicken, whatever. Farm animal, quote, insert here. <laughs> I was talking to him about politics today. 
And I made a statement that I think that this next generation is in a really good place because they've experienced extremes on all sides and they, they kind of are just hungry for the right thing. And it doesn't matter if it's right, left, middle, whatever it may be. They just want to talk about it and, and they're willing to listen. Uh, and quite frankly, there's been so many voices that it's, they just want real raw. They don't want anything fake. And, uh, I think that's actually kind of a good place to be at, even though a lot of us want to point at the youth and uh, our generation and things. But I, I don't know. I, I, it may not be as bad as what so many people say. And I, I think that there is so much more at work than we realize. But anyways, to get to the point, I told him that, you know, politics are, I used to be super interested in them. And I do care about the country and, and it does have a lot of implications practically in your life, your finances, your business, whatever it may be. But I I was like, after you put your vote in, that's about it. I mean, you can serve a lot of community uh, hours and you can try to convince everyone online and in person, but really the gist of your involvement and the the massive decisions that are made um, is quite small. And I know that's hard to hard to fathom at times and you want to believe that you have more of an impact and believe me, I do too. But I think there is a beauty in it and a sense of trusting. I don't think that there should be an ignorance, but I do think that there should be a release. And it's not just with politics. I think that you can apply this to so many things in your life. The things that you can control and then slice it in half and compare it to the things that you can't control. And you know, I think that I'm starting to celebrate more of those things that I couldn't control. I was just on a crazy detour on my flight. I took a two-hour drive at the end of my day. It's a nighttime flight. I was going to get home late, fly from the south to the west coast, which is always nice because then you're gaining time with the time change. So it's nice to get your whole day and then just rest on the plane. Well, that's what I thought. (laughs) I drove two hours to the airport to get on a two-hour flight Uh, to only find out that my next connection uh, was delayed twice and then canceled at about midnight. Now, if you've ever been in an airport, it's pure survival. I mean, it's hilarious. They strip you of all your resources, your water, your snacks, that all gets stripped right away so that you have to, you're forced to pay like triple the price and and go to all these awful options for food and beverages and things. And, and if you're like me, I just I try to say no. I try to say no, I'm not buying the $5 bottle of water. Because just I know what it costs. So why would I pay that? So I'm just going to die of thirst. And you know me, I'm not going to drink from the tap because I don't want to kill myself. Again, these are all the things that haunt me. And maybe that's one of those things where ignorance is bliss. Like... I love those people that it can just straight up drink hose water and be so stoked about it. <laughs> um, and it, I used to be that guy, trust me, and then I learned what was in it, and now I am forever tortured and tormented by the water system of 
the United States of America. But we don't want to get into it. <laughs> so I, my flight gets canceled. And here we are all in our primal just instinct. Everyone is losing their minds. I mean, I, I get it. I'm tired. You spend a lot of money. You're envisioning yourself being home. Man, I, I pictured myself with my dog on the couch, what movies I'm going to watch, how I'm going to get up, I'm going to get coffee, I'm going to, you know, you're doing all the things. And it's all interrupted in one moment. In a blink of an eye, your plan goes out the window and it actually costs you. And I'm seeing tears. I'm seeing people cussing out uh, flight attendants and uh, customer service representatives. I mean, it's a meltdown. There's lines. There's waiting. There's confusion. There's questions. Well, how could you? And this, that, and the other. And they're yelling at husbands and babies. I got my kids. And, and all of a sudden, all the problems are now surfacing. And I just felt like a fly on the wall. Yeah, I could lose it, and I have. I've lost my temper and got frustrated. But I think I am more and more as I mature, and this is glory to God for that, and this is just what he's doing in all of us, is he's, he's wanting to perfect us so that we can handle situations like change and uh, adversity and, yeah, all those things that are not very fun. He, he is preparing us for that. And what I just want to talk about is I want to talk about change that costs. You know, it's one thing to say that you're into change. And change is a hard thing. I love to represent that I am one that embraces change until it's time for me to change. And then that's when we find out what I'm really made of. Change is one thing. Change that costs you is a whole different thing. Change and growth and moving into a better space and getting a new car. and Those are changes that maybe we like and we constantly look to have. But man, change that actually feels like you're going in the wrong direction will really test what your life is made of. You'll question everything. And I joke about an airline cancellation, but I feel that is your life so fragile? And I know you're not defined in one moment of emotion, but I, I, I still see how easily are you tipping to your emotions and the stress and the anxiety and the I feel that change pokes us in a way to see what are the things that we're grabbing onto so tight. Our schedules, our comfortability, our opinions towards certain things, our careers. When change that costs you hits you and you don't it's it comes and you never at the at the moment that you least expected it that's when it comes 
And man, how you respond. A big mentor of mine always is reminding me to respond, not just react. Because react is just a knee jerk, just flex of the flesh and just whatever the emotions feel in the moment. It's a reaction. But I've been learning so much just to be slow in my reaction and allow my response to be that of stillness and I just want to go steady I just want to be steady I think that I used to just crave the high emotional highs friendship highs of stimulating you know moments and and activity and driven driven this this and gotta fill the schedule and gotta do this and then I realized that it's still not quite enough even all of the stimulating activity it just hides that there's when you come off of it it just is a bigger crash it's kind of like me and drinking so much coffee the more I drink the more high I get on just constant caffeine the more I want to sleep and the more tired I am and studies will show you that and I feel that it can get that way in our lives so how do we get better? You know, I, I, I feel that that's kind of, I mean, I hope you know that when I sit down at one of these, I don't write out what I'm going to say. I don't write out, oh, this is the genius plan of my wisdom that I'm going to pour out upon you blessed listeners. No, I think that I'm just literally getting to a place where I've been taken on a journey and I want to tell you about it. I've been down a path that I've learned a lot. And the things that I used to cling on to so much and just put my, hang my hat on, I'm just more flexible about. And I don't want to mean that in a way of like your your view of Jesus, that, that never changes. He is the reason why I exist. And I think that it's more, I'm not getting so hard headed. And you know, what I want to share with you is that I think that don't despise the disruptions. Don't despise the change that's happened, the rerouting, the, the impromptu. I want to be more aware. Because one that is always looking to the next or so focused on what was in the past or what you've done, you're always going to be missing it. You know, there's going to be times when you're with, so, uh, just, this literally just happened on my trip. Someone asked me to, to play a few songs and lead a, a group of people in worship, and I haven't done that in probably, uh, I mean, maybe one time in the last three years. So my first reaction is no, just because it's not what I'm, I'm used to. It's a change that I just wasn't ready for. And so I reacted and I, I was emotional about it and I did it. I, I, 
I felt a little bit anxiety about it. And in that moment, I just want to freeze myself and literally talk to my head outside of the situation. And don't despise the quick course corrections that you're pushed down that make you uncomfortable. It may be pushing you into place. And I I just am so convinced that right here, right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. It takes a lot of faith to think that way. Because you could be in a bad season. You could not be successful. You could be broke. You could be at a really rough spot with your family. You could be struggling in so many ways that I can't even imagine, but I know God can. But I know that he can use that, and he wants to. And I am so convinced that you're getting set up. And you need to redefine what you think it is to live a successful, great life. In fact, you don't need to refine it. Redefine it. You need to redefine it in a view of what God defines it as. I was looking at a sunset the other day, and these were the thoughts that were hitting me. I know, so deep, so spiritual. Yeah, 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 come on. I, I, I get it. I, I, I'm a feeler, guys. This is what I do. It, it helps so much sometimes just to sit and think. And so... I was just thinking about how he is so different than, than us. <laughs> he, the things he's into is not really always what we think is the best. Let me give you a few examples. Uh, large numbers. Man, we're obsessed with them. Now, he, he, he likes the small stuff usually. He, he did large number stuff, but he was never after it. It came, and he embraced it. But he, he sought after the smaller numbers. Meals, talking to people, being vulnerable with people that are broken and hurting and being around people that are not like him. They, so many other things. And I just kept going through my head of riches and successes and possessions. And I go there real quick in my mind. And I work after them real quick. And I just, I just am starting to get to the spot where I just want what he wants. I do. I just, just tell me what you want. But even that sometimes is hard. I feel like the only way I start to know what he wants is if I start moving at a pace where I see him in the the small moments when I have to sacrifice what I want. When I'm taken step by step and I'm faced with something that makes me uncomfortable and I'm a little bit afraid And I have to lean on him. And I'm starting to think that's what he wants. (laughs) 
We look to stories in the Bible that are great and giants are slayed and seas are parted. But I just know that Jesus even said that an evil generation seeks after signs and miracles when I think he was more interested in the journey to get to that spot. The talk on the road. The the struggle in the midst where you had no choice but to come to him. And I just think surrender, brokenness, reliance, those are the characteristics that I want to soon be defined by. And I, I hope that I hope this resonates in in your life and I hope it makes sense. But I just want you to know that there is so much for you. And I know that I don't want you to go and make decisions based on feelings because I know that, that there's some deeper things underneath those feelings. You were designed for great things, but those great things are defined in what he defines as great. We delight ourselves in him and he gives us the desires of our hearts. You don't want him to give you what your your feelings want. Trust me, he's got better. He's got much better, but it takes faith. It takes reliance, takes sacrifice, humility, laying yourself down. And that seems like that would be an opposite effect and that you would actually lose, but you actually gain so much. Just try him in that. Try him in that this week, please, for me. I just want to challenge you that wherever you're at, with whatever you have, you're in the right place. You don't need to strive. You don't need to gain, earn, or do, or attain anything more than where you are right now. You've been graced for this moment. He's brought you up into this family, into this city, into this job, into this house, into this neighborhood, and you can keep running that all the way down to the very root. You are in exactly where you're supposed to be. Stop striving and you're going to start missing. When you're panicked and you think that everything is based on what you can can control, then you're going to lose everything. But when you release control, it's so crazy. He flips it and you find that you are much more firm and you are much more grounded and established in all your thoughts and your ways. He says that the righteous man is rooted and planted by the streams of living water. You are in a good spot when you've released and you start to sink in to the things that God has. And they may be different, but praise God they are. Thank goodness they are. It is okay to be different. Your ways, God's ways, they can be different. And his, his ways are much higher than ours. Think on these things this week. And I hope that you start to see that in small moments, small detours, you know who to lean on, what to look to. And you're going to start learning and growing and becoming a man or woman 
that he's been dreaming of you becoming and he always knew that you would become. So I, I just, I'm praying that we would increase our faith and, and thank you so much for just taking this brief moment just to, just to, to think on these things, to ponder these things. I hope that you continue it and you have these talks with your friends that you, you trust and just desire that, that the right thing would come, that it would be God working and not us that it would be his excellent power at work in our lives. There's nothing like it, I'm telling you. If you submit to it, there's nothing like it. No telling. There's no telling what crazy thing or what wild thing he's going to do with you. But it starts right here, right now. Simple surrenders. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be talking with you very, very soon. I am needing to get back to this. A friend of mine told me, and she gave me one little encouraging message, and it, it kind of was all I needed. And I know I'm praying that God would get me to a place where I don't, I don't rely on other people's approval to put stuff out. But I'm still a work in progress. And I, I'm so thankful for amazing people in my life that spur me on, that stir up those gifts in me. I pray that you would be that for those that are around you, just like salt and light, that you would cause people to reach their full potential in exactly what they were supposed to be, just by you being confident and knowing that right here, right now, you're where you're supposed to be, and the rest, that's his story. Take care. I can keep going, but I'm going to save it for later. <laughs>